Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Unlocking the Power of Networks and Data, with our guest, Yuki. Thank you for being here today, Yuki. Would you please introduce yourself? So my name is Yuki. I live in Utah, on Orem City, and I have a bachelor's degree from Utah Valley University in Computer Science. I currently work for a health insurance company called Humana, uh, working as a senior business intelligence engineer. Uh, working in reporting solutions as well as last mile transformation layer. On top of my day job, I do data and analytics consulting on the side. I help businesses with their business intelligence and analytics engineering needs. For an example project would be building data pipelines or ETL pipelines and creating dashboards for the business. And I also do one-on-one consulting on the platform called topmake.io, where I do things like just networking, mentoring, as well as one-off consultations. I was born and raised in Japan. I loved sports growing up and I loved learning, reading books and learning and all sorts of stuff. I transferred school from Japan to the U.S. and I ended up getting married in the U.S. I have a daughter and a wife and we love playing with the daughter. We love playing sports. My wife plays softball for college. I play baseball for high school. So we play catch and there and we enjoy just hanging out as a family. And I think that's a little bit about myself. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Why did you choose this career in data analytics? That's a good question that I don't get really asked often, but I think that one important element is it allows me to learn new technologies, new methodologies, and it helps me learn constantly, which I really enjoy doing. I actually studied business at first when I went to college, but decided to study something technical, which was computer science. And I was really intrigued by the idea of being able to build something that you know, helps others. And when I was studying that and exploring other options, and I, that's when I found data space. And I find that really interesting where data is really huge now in any industry right now. And it helps me constantly learn things and it helps companies be data-driven and drive profit. And so I think that's what makes me want to pursue a career in data. Yes, I think that is a common story. And I think one of the things that I noticed in your answer was that business background. I think some people get into data science and they're really focused on the algorithms and the data. But I think one of the unique things that you have is that side of understanding the business as well from that business program that you were in. Absolutely. Yeah. So honestly, the first thing that intrigued me was the idea of like data science, predictive analytics, machine learning, all sorts of like cool words, cool stuff that people are doing out there. Once I got into data analytics and I started understanding the importance of basic analytics that most companies are lacking. And I mm-hmm. think that's where 
find myself working in and making impact in. So that's what I enjoy doing at work. Yeah, I think you, you mentioned all the buzzwords that like managers and the C-suite will talk about. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to really the basics. And you can't do the advanced stuff unless you've really covered the basics. And I do agree that a lot of companies are missing out on that layer and they need to catch up. Yeah. What's one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? Maybe it is part of that data journey that you were talking about. One thing that I kind of knew when I was in school doing job hunting and all that stuff, I knew the importance of networking and I was doing it, but I wish I did more networking, going to maybe local meetups, because I've gone to a lot of career fairs hosted by my college university. And I went to data science club, college and things like that. And I wish I did a little step further to meet more people that are already working in the professional field so that I get more inputs and I get more connections that can be utilized down the road in the future. And so I think that's one thing that I wish I did well or better when I was in school. So I know that you are a person on LinkedIn who is very much into networking now. What would you say to your younger self on strategies for someone who's like maybe a sophomore, junior, or just about ready to graduate to maximize networking with tools like LinkedIn and local meetup groups and stuff? Yeah, that's a good question. I myself, I didn't post until when I was like junior-ish, but I was constantly trying to connect people in asking questions, or I just tried to connect people with the companies that I wanted to work for, I was interested in, so that I get direct feedback from the people that are actually working at the company. And so that's how I was using the LinkedIn when I was in school. But what I recommend is to actually just start posting your projects, maybe your concerns. What do I do to better connect with people at these companies? I guess just take an action on LinkedIn so that you get visibility into other people. There's a lot of influencers or people or thought leaders in your space that you want to work in. So I guess my recommendation is to start posting things on LinkedIn. Everybody starts from zero and some people have a lot of followers and a lot of, I don't know, a lot of niche topics they're covering and things like that. But people start from zero, start posting things that get you visibility and that ultimately get you jobs down the road. Yes, for sure. And I think especially in data science, sharing projects that you're working on, like GitHub repos, asking questions is a great way to get exposure. And I also like what you mentioned in your answer about researching companies. I think a lot of times college students might just think, oh, I'm just looking at job descriptions, but you can actually learn a lot about the company and people connected to the company by searching LinkedIn and getting that background information. I know if I was doing an interview, I would be very impressed if somebody had done due diligence to look into our organization and the people and reached out in advance. Yep, exactly. And if you're looking into technical fields, I think having a portfolio or some sort of blog really helps. When I interview for any position, like people actually get impressed by the fact that I have a portfolio regardless of the quality of the work that's on there. And so having a portfolio actually makes a difference and puts you a better place than other candidates. I agree. And I actually lecture on that and I encourage them to start working on their portfolio because it's a lot better to have it in place 
then when a company is, can I have a link to your portfolio? And then you're like, oh, I don't have anything. And you have to rush to put it together. I think it's a lot easier when you build it as you're going along. So then that it's there and ready. Absolutely. So my next question is, recall a challenging professional situation and what did you learn from it? There has been a few or many challenging situations that I've encountered, but one was where there's a lot of workload on my plate. I worked for a few consultancies and one of the consulting companies that I was working at, I had one project where I was kind of feeling stressed out on the things that I was working on. And the team was on PTO on that week. And that client was pretty, not harsh, but pretty strict in how we deal with their project. And I was stressing out. Then I had no idea what I would do to handle that situation. And I was doing by myself because the other person that was on the team was on PTO and couldn't really do anything. And there I thought about just reaching out to my manager and my peers for help. And you know, what they told me was really crucial. Or one of the peers told me that work, whatever you do at work, ultimately doesn't matter. So you shouldn't suffer your mental health over whatever was happening at work. And that was actually, maybe this is all really said, but life changing to me. Just think that way. Maybe work is really important to make living and develop relationships, but you're not replaceable in your life. So <clears throat> you really shouldn't suffer mental health to a certain degree over work. And so I think that's the biggest learning from my experience is that work doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that's a very good lesson to to share with the audience. And I think a change from when I was at that age, like we talk more about mental health and work-life balance than like when I graduated and I had my first jobs. And I think that's a really healthy change for the better. Absolutely. I also think it's very important what you brought up that you are not replaceable in your personal life to your friends and family, but you are totally replaceable in a job. A job is just a job. So that if you do feel the need to get help, whether that's like online therapy or in-person therapy or just talking to a friend, that you do recognize when you're feeling overwhelmed and talk to someone about it. And I think especially for somebody at the start of their career, it's really important for them to reach out to a mentor, to a family friend, to a personal friend to talk through issues that you're going through at work. And that kind of leads to my final question, which is what advice would you impart to someone just starting their careers? My piece of advice is to know yourself first and just recognize your values and explore what you wanna do. Cause there's a lot of fields in tech and in engineering that you can do that might intrigue you that you haven't encountered yet. And so my piece of advice is to just explore options and just try to get the ability to figure things out on your own through your networks, through Googling, whatever the other resources are available. Just be able to figure things out is an asset that's great to be able to be in demand and to find jobs easily. Um, and so I think that's the piece of advice I would give to, I guess, to my younger myself. I think that is great advice. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Thank you.